Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going to talk about how Napoleon Hill would call me out. And really, it's because I read his book. And one of the chapters in his book is about the law of saving and how saving is really good because simply live off 90% of your income and put away 10% every month. And, you know, don't accumulate debt that doesn't pay for itself. That would be good debt. He might even say don't accumulate debt, but specifically, debt that doesn't pay for itself, in my opinion. And I've been doing stuff where I've kind of foregone the saving for the sake of investing in myself. And this is a really weird thing because people always say invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Where's the money coming from? You'll find the money. But, you know, I don't know if it's the most intelligent thing to just invest in yourself when you don't have the money. Sometimes you need that. But other times you need to invest in yourself in other ways, like showing up consistently or networking consistently or doing any action consistently, like invest your time, your energy, your efforts in yourself before you bankrupt yourself buying courses and other stuff. And then you don't see success because you're not an action taker. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about saving and just how it's important in your journey to success as an entrepreneur. I am big on risk tolerance. Like I think I have a fairly large risk tolerance. I think I have a fairly, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm willing to take risks. It doesn't really bother me because when I was first reading success literature, they were like, you're probably gonna have to take risks. You're probably gonna have to do stuff that other people don't do. So typically if the common person is telling me to do it, I tend to not do it because I don't want to be common. However, Saving is simply a success principle. Like if you don't know how to hold on to your money as it comes in, it doesn't matter how much you scale. So say, for example, I get a $200,000 check. Well, I'm going to think, how can I use that 200,000 to invest in the business as opposed to how can I use 150 of that to invest in the business? Because 50 off the top comes to me immediately. And so I do think all of your money should be used to invest outside of a set savings amount. So you should have an emergency fund, And then you should have like um, maybe some savings outside of that emergency fund just for other stuff you want to save for. Like maybe it's a car, maybe it's a house, maybe it's a big purchase, whatever it may be. But outside of that, I think all of your money should be invested. But I don't even have that. I'm really like basically at the point where I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now. And not because I don't have extra money every month, but because I take my extra money every month and I invest in myself. So I'll buy Tony and Dean's course. I'll buy something for business. I'll learn something. I'll try out some software. I'll do this. I'll do that. But my lack of consistency, it isn't producing returns. And really what I need in my life right now is consistent action, consistent effort, consistent energy, because I know the stuff I need to know. I just need to do the stuff I need to do and become the person I need to become. And that just takes time. No course is going to accelerate that process unless you lack knowledge. If you lack knowledge, go buy a course. But typically, you know what you need to do already. You just need to go do it. You need to do it consistently for a specific amount of time. And this ties into patience because the reason I'm investing in myself so heavily 
and not taking the time to save is because I'm like, oh, when I increase my income, I'll save. Oh, when I do this, I'll save. Oh, when I do this, I'll save, which I genuinely think I will. But many people have been deceived by themselves before, and I'm starting to question whether or not I am deceiving myself. So big thing for me is getting back on the budget, getting back to saving, and then also investing myself, but just making sure my savings account is growing until it reaches that six month to 12 month in expenses threshold. Um, outside of that, man, um, that's the only real reason Napoleon Hill would call me out, or that's the reason we're going to talk about today. He would actually probably call me out on all 15 laws of success, but saving specifically, I've been doing a piss poor job with that and I make more money than I spend, but it turns out I just end up spending that extra money in a consumer type of way but it's just a consumer way in business. And it's really interesting because consumerism hinders a lot of people. But um, I would say I'm not, like I won't even buy myself new clothes because I, I just don't care about new clothes, but I will invest in myself without a thought. Like I'll drop a thousand dollars on a course or something if I have it in my bank account without a thought. And that is not the best move when you're doing it in a consumer-like way. So you can invest in yourself with a consumer mindset. I think that consumer mindset, when it comes to investing in yourself, really comes from a lack of patience or a lack of focus or a lack of clarity. And I think it's kind of all three combined because I think they're all rooted in a lack of patience. Like when you're trying to get money fast or trying to do things fast, you're not willing to focus on something for a long time because you need it to work fast. And when you focus on it for a month or two months and it doesn't work, you're like, hmm, I need it to work faster than this. I'm going to go find something else. When really, it's like if you're just stuck with something, just stick with it for a little bit longer and then a little bit longer and then a little bit longer. It'll work and it'll work in this time span of three years, four years, five years, 10 years. Like 10 years from now, I'll be 33. If I'm a millionaire by 33, I'm well ahead of a lot of people, right? And so I'm just on such a rush timeline that I'm shooting myself in the foot at every turn because I'm not saving. I'm not being consistent. I'm not being focused. And so that's one of the reasons Napoleon Hill would call me out. And I'm calling myself out on the podcast. Hopefully you guys can hold me accountable to this. Um, I know my fiance will definitely hold me accountable to this, but it was just something I wanted to let you guys know, like your consumer mindset can go into good things and ruin good things. For example, investing in yourself is a good thing, but when you do it with a consumer mindset and you're not diligent with your action and your focus it becomes a bad thing. So what is it? Saving your money. That's what we're talking about today. Where has it shown up in my life? I've just done a lack of saving money because I've taken my consumer mindset into the space of investing in myself. And really what I need to do is chill out, focus on one thing I can do every day to tick the needle forward, like literally one thing for one goal. And then I need to do that thing. And that thing should probably be free for me. It's not free. I probably shouldn't do it. So that's... um really what I wanted to come up and talk about today. Where do I want it to show up in my life? Really, I want to be saving and investing 50% of my active income, which means I would need to greatly increase my active income. Not that much, actually. I would really only have to make $10,000 a month to save and invest 50%. And obviously, that 50% would all go, go towards an emergency fund until I get six to 12 months in savings. And then it would go into like a vacation fund or something like that until I get where I want to be with my savings accounts, with my extra money. And then outside of that, all extra money would go into investing, either in real estate or in the stock market. So that's where I sit. That's kind of where I am. That's where I want saving to show up in my life. And it just hasn't because I've been putting all of my money into investing my income. But really, what I should do is just find a way 
to live off approximately $1,900 a month and save $1,900 a month. That would also put me ahead of the curve. However, um, living expenses in Austin can be kind of steep. I have some debt I need to pay off. So living off $1,900 a month is kind of hard. And I am of the mindset that instead of figuring out how to budget and cut costs, you should just increase your income, which is partly why I've been spending how I've been spending. And so there are some beliefs in me that are conflicting right now. However, it is important to save even if you put a dollar away every month. Just get paid and be like, this amount of money is going into my savings account and I'm not touching it. I'm going to figure it out for the rest of my, uh, for the rest of the month. I think that is an important habit to have because it's just the habit of paying yourself, holding on to money. And then when you hold on to money, you realize that you're worth more money because like I have 5,000 in the bank account. I don't need to put up with this. I have 50,000 in the bank account. I don't need to put up with this. I have 500,000 in the bank account. I don't need to put up with this. And it just gives you options. And when opportunities come your way, you can invest in them as Napoleon Hill talks about in his book. So how can you apply it to your life? Every time you get paid, take out a percentage of your income. Take out $1, take out $5, take out $10, take out 10%, take out 30%. Wherever you are in your life, get a budget, get really firm on the money coming in and the money coming out because your life is kind of like a business. And if you want to get good at entrepreneurship, like I've heard people say that if you can't take care of your personal finances, why would I trust you to take care of the finances of a business? That's because the cash flow is the same. You have inputs that are bringing money in and you have outputs that are taking money out and you need to have your inputs greater than your outputs because that produces cash flow. And you take that cash flow and you reinvest it to improve the business, just like you take that cash flow in your life and you reinvest it to improve your life. So first thing you need is cash flow. If you don't have cash flow, you need to either cut expenses or increase income or both. So that's how you can apply it to your life. Get an idea of your budget. If you are spending more than you're making right now, cut that out. And realize that you're like, I should have this amount left over every month. And you should know what happens with that amount every month. I've been lazy with my budget just because I've been neglectful and I've been wanting to invest in myself without complaining about it. And I think there's merit to that. But there's more merit to taking action once you invest in yourself. And maybe invest in yourself with books instead of courses. For example, if I read 10 books on real estate underwriting, I won't have to buy a $3,000 course on real estate underwriting. And if I read those 10 books and go underwrite 500 real estate properties and ask two people to look over every property I underwrite, I'll probably be pretty experienced. I'll be able to say, hey, I've underwritten 500 properties and this is how I know how to do this thing. So apply it to your life by getting a budget, living below your means, saving and investing the rest, and just getting your financial situation straight. Um, because there are probably some beliefs about money you have to work through, because I know there are for me, um, at the same time, right? And so on the one hand, it's like money is abundant. And on the other hand, it's like I should be responsible with it. And so I think those are two conflicting ideas in my head right now of like money is abundant, money is abundant, then I should be responsible with it. But you also got to look at where your action, what um, beliefs your actions are aligning with. For example, if money is abundant and I don't want to work my job, and I'm only working it for money, do I really believe money is abundant? No, probably not. And so there's some beliefs you got to work through, right? So I'd say apply it to your life, get a budget, live below your means, get good habits of saving and investing, and then work on your beliefs around money, beliefs around the world, and just diligence. Like be diligent with your energy, your time, and your effort, and don't just try to spend money to fix a problem when you don't have money. Like use the other resources, which you are plentiful in which is time, energy, and effort. So there we go. That's what we want to talk about today. Um, 
yeah, I just thought it was important because for you, those of you who are early on your entrepreneurship journey, you'll hear a lot of people say, invest in yourself, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. And then you'll get sold on a course that's like $5,000, $10,000 when you don't have the money. And if you don't have the money, it might be wise for you to not spend the money. Because um, if that course is going to make you money in the next 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, it's probably not worth it because um, there are other ways you can invest in yourself and decrease your stress. Of course, this all comes down to risk tolerance. I'm not saying one way is good, one way is bad. Like I've been doing it one way. I don't feel particularly bad about it, but it's like it's getting to the point where some responsibilities might be shirked if I keep on how I'm keeping on. So got to reevaluate, got to cut some stuff down. I'm making plenty of money. I'm fine. Um, but it's just the idea of being responsible and making sure your outlook and your emotions on life aren't impacting your success, which is really what's happening with me. Like my patience, my lack of patience, the previous lack of focus has all been making me buy stuff that I didn't really need. And that is basically a consumer mindset taking taken into the investing world. So get focused, get patient, get clarity and go execute. On that note, um, as we always ask, go ahead and shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Give us a five-star review on iTunes if you liked the show, and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.